Hey, B. Mm-hmm. Can I ask you a question? Always. What's the one thing when we travel that we always make sure we find? Oh, coffee. You know, bad coffee makes my brain angry. And we've been a lot of places. We've had a lot of coffee. But when we're home, there's only one place that we get coffee from. Yeah. Hacienda Real in Costa Rica. We found this place when we were in Costa Rica a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. And it's a micro roastery using only Costa Rican beans. Their blend is a mix of Arabica and Peaberry. And if you don't know about Peaberry, you need to find out about it because mm. it is amazing. It takes all the bitterness out. All the bitterness out. And we place orders and it's shipped directly to our door. You can get light, medium, or dark roast. You can get ground. You can get whole bean. And it is roasted to order. So there is a date stamped on your coffee so you know when it was roasted and bagged. It's good for a year after you order it. And it is the best coffee that we have ever had. So click the link in our show notes or go to goldenbean.net and use the offer code COFCHR20 for 10% off your order. Hacienda Real. Keep your brain happy. Hey, Dante. Hey, B. Looking pretty smart in your undies. Thanks. I've been doing my deads. <laughs> oh, I can see that. But it's not just what's in them. It's what's on them. Oh yeah, I got on my smart-ass undies. They're not just super comfy. They've got cheeky motivations on them that keep me in the right state of mind. Oh yeah, like we could all use a little brain lift these days, am I right? They're also lovingly made from sustainable, low-impact materials. So we can love the planet and cover our asses all at the same time. Motivate your ass with smart-ass undies. Click the link in the show notes or on the Things We Love page on our website. And remember to enter the discount code CHEATINGONFEAR10 for 10% off your order. Smart ass undies. Cheeky and comfy. Hey everyone, this is Dante. And I'm Beatrice. And this is Cheating on Fear. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back. Dante, take the wheel. <laughs> no, I don't think anybody wants that, including you when we go driving places. <laughs> take the you're, actual wheel of the car. You're an excellent driver. Well, thank you. I'm just, I am the worst passenger. You I'm, are the worst passenger. I'm the worst passenger. Yeah. I, nobody ever wants to drive me places. Don't, don't drive here. Fun, fun, fun fact. Top tip. <laughs> don't, do not drive B anywhere no in a snowstorm no on a highway no with rain intermittent or traffic well if it, it's either snowing or it's raining well not not in like march in canada <laughs> but you know what march was a couple of months ago but don't don't drive me in don't drive me around in other countries either don't holy don't fuck drive when me, i do you remember drive me on hills do you remember don't the first me- time we went to costa rica <laughs> yes i do <laughs> holy fuck so we were we were <laughs> first time we were in Costa Rica, a little digression before we get into this. So the first time we were in Costa Rica, mm-hmm. we had a couple things. We we're trying to get you to jujitsu class and we gave up because the traffic was too bad in, in San Jose. Oh, and it was pouring rain. And it was pouring rain. And, like, and that, we, we were just going to be too late. Yeah, we, we, And we're it's be... super, super, super disrespectful to walk into a jujitsu class late. Like it's just not done. Yeah, especially if you're, especially you're visiting. Like you're at, yeah, basically no, you're asking no, no, for no, permission, no, no, right? No, no, no. I'm, I'm representing. So like, then a couple no of days later, we decided we were going to go visit the biggest best 
volcano that was a reasonable distance from where we were a place called Aranau. now remember this is our first time in costa rica and i in canada we're kind of toll road averse. avoidant uh, averse because the toll highways we have here in ontario are not like the toll highways in the states it's only if you don't want to deal with traffic that's that's when you use toll highways. yeah but like Canada, i can drive ontario. i can drive from toronto to florida and pay like nine dollars in toll charges okay. it's not a big deal yeah, yeah. but for me to drive to your house, like an hour and a half away from where I live, yeah. if that's rush hour, that's like a fifty dollar trip oh, yeah, on the toll yeah, highway. Yeah, so, yeah. so Costa Rica has toll highways, but we didn't know how much they cost, so we were trying to avoid it as we drive to Arenal. <laughs> and we're going through all of these like back roads and things like that, and it's pouring rain. And I've got this video, and he's well, like, "Why are you going so fast?" I'm like, "I'm doing like twenty five kilometers." That an was hour. our way back. On the way. <laughs> it was sunny on the way there, but it was very, very hilly. Yeah. It was very hilly. So, just, so just tiny, terrifying. tiny, windy roads in rain in another country. What about the waterfall? Remember the waterfall? It was like, <laughs> waterfall, five kilometers this way. That's what the sign said. It said five kilometers this so way. So we started climbing and we just Wait, went no, no, up no, and no, up no, and no, up no, and no, up. No, 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 no. So, okay. So it looked like the straight road. And I was like, oh, I'd like to see a waterfall. And so we make the left turn off the main road. Yeah. And... Behind all the trees that were that was hiding the road, the road legit went almost straight up and windy. Yes, Probably. no, no, straight up, like like vertical, almost vertical, like we're Spider Man just walking up walls. Oh my god! And so <laughs> we got we got about five minutes up this hill, and I just went, nope. Well, no, you're ba- you're basically nope. looking at sky the whole time. <laughs> And we have this Suzuki Jimny, which is a two-door SUV. It's a Barbie car. Pretty much. Yeah. There are there are the two front seats and a little bench in the back that you can either have luggage or you can have a back seat. You can't have both no, back there. No, no. And that's what we were driving up there. And, and so B's holding onto the dashboard <laughs> and looking at the sky. <laughs> And is like, no, we're, we no, got to go. And so I'm like, no. okay, and well. You're I'll- like, you don't want to see the waterfall anymore? And I was like, no, no. I don't care. I, there's waterfalls in Ontario. I don't give a fuck anymore. <laughs> nope, nope, nope. Nope, nope, nope. And you're- so now we're on a, on a mountain now and I have to do a three-point turn <laughs> to get us down the mountain. And now you have to get down. And I'm totally cool with this. Like I like I had no trouble with it whatsoever. Oh, no, but- you never do. You never have trouble. But. And, but, and I don't know. I don't. I don't know what it is, this part of this, this facet of my personality where... If there is any kind of grade that you are driving up and down, the rules of physics and gravity no longer apply. Mm-hmm. I just, I don't trust gravity or physics. Yeah. And you were convinced we were going to die. Oh, yeah. yeah. And you were so tense. I'm surprised we got our security deposit back on the vehicle. I was pretty sure, <laughs> I was pretty sure those nail marks in the dashboard were going to be a, were going to be a clincher, oh, but my God. you know. Oh, God. So, anyways. It's a great segue. Don't. Go driving with B. Okay. However, yeah. pretty soon you will be able to go out again. And travel. And do stuff. And, and have do these stuff. have the I miss these the, making these stories. <laughs> Certainly talking about them after the fact. So we're about to go into we're about to go into something. I mean, it's the new millennium. I mean, it's 21 years into into the new is I guess it's the current millennium. When when is it beca- stop becoming the new millennium and just become about now. five years ago, it was. It stopped. Ten years ago, it stopped being like two thousand and one. What is wrong with you? Are you talking about the new decade? No, no, we're in new millennium. Okay, but so, nobody t- calls it that anymore. Okay, so back in the, the 19- new millennium is so two thousand five. So back in the nineteen hundred, you're two thousand and late. <laughs> Thanks for the Black Eyed Peas reference. <laughs> so back back in the nineteen hundreds, there was the First World War, the Great War. 
Yeah. And when it ended, the next decade, the 1920s, became known as the Roaring Twenties. Why? Because... Well, we had the war. And the, what else did we have in oh, we had the, We had the, the Spanish flu of 1918. So we had a couple of really big global sort of events that really coincided. shitty events. And then we got through the war. Yep. I mean, lots of people died, so it wasn't like it was harmless. Well, we didn't. Y- but, you and I did but not. people did. But people did. And then the Spanish flu. And then all of a sudden, people were like, fuck this with death. YOLO. And it was basically a decade of debauchery. Yes. Until the 1930s when there was a Great Depression and the massive stock market crash. But that's not what we're talking about today. Oh, and that's not going to happen now. No, and today uh-huh. we're going to talk about the Roaring Twenties 2.0, ah. also known as the Whoring Twenties. The Whoring Twenties. Because they didn't have Field or Tinder or Snapchat or Instagram. Or YouPorn. Or YouPorn or, or any of that gets, stuff in the 1920s. It gets all pent up. But we've had a year of people basically doing their civic duty by watching the getting to the end of Netflix <laughs> and jerking off for a year, unless they're lucky enough to be partnered or unlucky enough to be partnered. Oh, stay tuned. Stay tuned for, for a follow-up on that. So I wanted to talk about today, because you came to me, was it last week, week before? And you said to me that you felt something that you haven't that you didn't recognize, a feeling that you haven't felt in a while. Uh-huh. What was that feeling? I finally nailed it down. Yeah. And it was op- optimism. Why yeah. were you optimistic? Because I've had one shot. You've now had one shot. Mm-hmm. We were in this province in Ontario. They There was talk of a one-dose summer. Mm-hmm. So things were going to be looking pretty good and that everybody was going to be fully vaccinated by the end of September or something yeah, per- like that. Federally our, our prime minister said that by by the end by by September everybody who wants a vaccine will be fully vaccinated. Right. But in but after that um, and very recently our vaccine shipments have increased and people have been coming out in droves to get their shots. Yep. And so shot shot now shot, they're shot, talking shot, about shot. now they're moving up second dose appointments yes and now they're talking about never mind hot girl summer it's gonna be two dose summer yeah which is so fucking sexy to me i can't even tell so for the brave ones down in the states with your 21 day intervals between first and second shot we didn't have that luxury we because none of the vaccines are made here in canada we have to rely on shipments from other countries and the strategy that our government employed was to try and get as many people vaccinated with their first dose as quickly as possible mm-hmm. because of the coverage it provides. Because the idea being like some coverage is better than no coverage. Yes. And that strategy now, now that the, the, our doses are less limited, there's enough now that they're actually shortening that 16-week interval down to something else. In most cases, it's going to be like 8 to 12 weeks, something like that. Yeah. So that's so that's good. And so that's got us thinking about what what well, does and, this and, all look like? And there are other there are other countries that are ahead of us as far as like reopening plans and, yes. and like so the UK is ahead of us. Yeah, the, the UK the UK us. I think is going to be fully open by the end of next month. Yeah. And so so and we didn't make up we didn't we didn't coin the Horning 20s. Mm-mm. Like we should just let you know that. I remember seeing it on the Flagrant 2 podcast. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
but, uh, I but, have mixed uh, but feelings about. But that. I'm not even sure that that's that's who coined the horn. Uh, no, but all, all to say that we did not, but we identify with it, and we do. Yeah, and I think I think this is a perfect opportunity for us to help the brave ones get ready for their whoring twenties. <laughs> so excited, right? And I think anybody who's had to go get a COVID test and had that that swab jabbed, what feels like deep into their brain. Mm is now ready for anything else that might come for you. So my first advice to get ready, we're kicking COVID's ass. How about we kick chlamydia's ass? <laughs> or gonorrhea or syphilis or any of those STIs that seem to, that have been hanging around for centuries. If we, how about this? If we all just got tested... For everything. Yeah, we got our STI just full all panel. That worked up the wazoo. Yeah, for go everything. to Planned Parenthood or Herpes. your local everything. Herpes is tough because you have to be symptomatic for oh, that to show okay, up, okay. right? Yeah. But but pretty much everything else. Go to your doctor or your healthcare professional and say, I want the full panel. And if they ask you why, because they want to be judgy and shit, and you, you know I'm, what? Because I'm doing hot girl shit. Yeah, I can't talk right now. I'm doing hot girl shit, right? <laughs> that's what you got. That's what you tell them. Or hot, hot guy shit, fuck boy shit, right? Like. <laughs> That's Is there something you, you want to tell me, Dante? Yeah, that's what, that's what you tell them. And you're like, never mind. Stick that needle in my arm. Take a bunch of my blood. Let me pee into the cup. Swab my urethra. Whatever the fuck you need to do. Okay? Because <laughs> I promise you, none of that is going to be as difficult if you got a COVID test, okay? This is all going to be super simple. Did you have simple. a COVID test? No, but I watched my little my little guy oh, yeah. get a COVID test because there was a case in his class and yeah. then they, they tested everybody and found six <laughs> more cases. He came out. He looked so violated. I gave him no I gave him no heads up. I knew what was about to happen. Yeah. And he went in and there was a nurse in full PPE, like with a face shield and the suit and everything. And she was super cheery, but having to kind of shout through her mask and, and that. <laughs> and and he sat down and the look in his eye when they like pulled the stick and, and like shoved it up. And I looked at it and I was like, surely that's gonna come out the back of his head. Like <laughs> It didn't seem like there was any possible way. And the look on his eyes, and then they did it out and he was good and he didn't cry or anything, but I went to go like hold his hand as we were walking back to the car and he was like, fuck no. How dare you? How dare you set me up for that shit? Please don't touch me. Was the look I got from him, yeah. Please no petting. Please no petting. No petting, thank you. (laughs) Yeah, and you know what? Like he's the cutest fucking thing ever and I could just imagine like the look of betrayal. Yeah. Like, Dad, how could you bring me in for this shit? Yeah, how could you, how could you set I me mean, up for that? He was negative, but... He was negative, he was which negative. was good because yeah. he's really good about wearing his mask and washing yeah. his hands and doing all that kind Stay of stuff. Stay positive, test negative. Yeah, that's right, exactly. Yeah. But Poor if kid. you've had that, if you've had a COVID test done, seriously, nothing else they could do for an STI screening is going to be anywhere near that. So go get it done. Listen, you know, as a woman who's gone for, you know, regular pap smears since I was, you know, 19 years old, men are kind of like, I don't want to get swabbed for anything. Bitch, relax. Like we, you get fucking a duck bill, a, fr- a freezing yeah, metal. Why don't they warm duck that bill. shit up before? Sometimes they, put they it do. In. If you have a really good doctor, they'll they'll warm that shit up. How do they warm it up? Do they breathe on it? Do they water. like put it under there? No, they run it under oh, warm water. Oh, run it under warm water. Okay, yeah, yeah. That, that makes sense. Rather than like under their armpit, like a thermometer. This is why I have a female OBGYN. <laughs> You know the dude obese. I love, I, yeah, I love, I love your solution, Mister PhD, of taking the speculum and I'm just gonna warm this up for you and pop it right in there and like, the, in the armpit. <sighs> oh my god! Just breathing on it to warm it up. Oh my god! I can't, I can't, I can't do this. Okay, let's. Okay, why don't? Okay, where you go? Okay. Okay, so everybody should get. Everybody should, get, everybody get, should get a workout for. Go get, get get fresh paperwork. Yeah, because you know what? When you when you go 
if, if you're going to be dating again or you're going to be fucking new people again, nothing's going to be cooler than to be able to say, yo, I'm COVID negative. I'm vaccinated. And also I had my work up two weeks ago and all of that stuff is take, clear. Take, take a screenshot of your paperwork. Yeah. Yeah. You know, blur out all the personal details that you don't want people to oh, see. Yeah. But but yeah, you know, and I don't want I don't like when people say they're clean. Yeah, because it infers that if you have or have had an STI, that you're dirty. Somehow. Yeah, that's like saying you're dirty because you've had the flu before. Yeah, or you've had yeah. you've had bronchitis before. Yeah, I don't. You're not dirty. No, no, no I don't. That's a really good point. That's yeah. a really good point. Don't don't be don't be like that. Yeah, I'm I'm clean. You should be the same. You can just say I was recently tested and I am negative for whatever you were tested All for. Uh, and 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 if you're not negative, get that shit taken care of. Because like for men, men don't often. Do people have a choice to just go? You know, actually, I'm I'm good with the chlamydia. Yeah, you know, I don't think they. I don't think. I think they strongly encourage you. I mean, I've never. I've never tested positive for that. Pres- don't they just write you a prescription for that? I don't know. I, yes, they do. Yes, yes, yes. They don't. They don't just go. By the way, you have chlamydia. Okay, bye. So what is it? Is it chlamydia that guys are generally asymptomatic yes. for? Yeah. So women are are generally asymptomatic too. That's what makes it so insidious. Yeah. Is because sometimes you'll have s- symptoms, but not always. And long term, what's the, what's the problem with chlamydia? We can call infertility infertility and syphilis will do that too well syphilis will kill you if it goes on long it'll enough. kill you eventually it'll make you fucking bad shit yeah. before it does and and you know was it was it was it you that was telling me that they're seeing a resurgence of of syphilis yeah yeah because because there are certain practices that are at higher risk for for gonorrhea and syphilis like what like anal sex because it, because because when you do butt stuff, especially if you're not taking it slow or using enough lube, the the the, the, the tissue in the anus is really really thin, uh-huh. and so it could tear. And that tear in a barrier like the skin is more open for infection, right? Uh-huh. So yeah, there's been especially in certain communities, like in the in the in the male gay community where prep has reduced the concern about contracting HIV. That's caused a lot of people to kind of like ditch condoms, and prep doesn't prevent against gonorrhea or Any, syphilis or, or chlamydia else. or anything else. Okay, HPV or yeah. herpes or anything like that. Right, right. Uh, so they're starting to see research into that kind of stuff huh. there as well. So, and it's not it's not exclusively a gay thing. Absolutely not. No, I mean l- lots of people have anal sex. Yep. But and and I mean. I'm going to, you know, I'm, condoms are always a good idea. Yeah. And, and this is the thing. You don't want to get, and you can get chlamydia and gonorrhea from oral sex. Yeah. Right? The person you're going down on has it. You could end up with it in your throat. And I think that's and how. H- and can't get HPV And that HPV. Way too. You know what? Next time you go to your dentist, ask for screening. Especially if you like to eat pussy. Do they do that? My dentist does. How did that come up? I just said, hey, can you can uh, I, I heard that like oral cancer or throat cancer uh, you get you can screen for, like Michael Douglas had throat cancer. Yeah, which which you can infer that Michael Douglas eats a lot of pussy or ate a lot of pussy. I mean, I feel like that would that you know if you were gonna go that would that would be the way you'd want to go. Yeah, I mean me. Yeah. Oh yeah, hell yeah. But you, I mean, it would be traumatizing like, to whoever I was going down on. Like to die that way. Yeah. Well, like, I mean, you know, you don't want. I mean, nobody wants cancer. No. I, mean, I don't mean to be insensitive but no but and he got over it because this is the thing throat cancer like that if caught early is very treatable okay so anyways the point is (laughs) don't be giving people throat cancer all right 
Go get. Why are you looking at me? I'm not looking at you. Um, go get, go get tested. Go get screened. If you have anything, no shade, no shame. Get it treated, and then you will be ready to go out and. Your junk is practically brand new. Yeah, polish that shit. Refurbished junk. Polish that shit, (laughs) and put it out online. Now, not (laughs) not literally. I mean figuratively. Okay, and and that leads me to my next point, which is refresh your dating profile. Oh, okay. So good. If you've been rocking the same dating profile for the last year and a half, it probably needs, at a bare minimum, you're probably going to want to put on it your vaccination status until such point where that becomes a non sequitur and everybody has it. But there are going to be people who that's going to be a barrier if you don't have it. It would be for me. I mean, some people it's a barrier if you do have it, but then you know how to swipe on those people. So <laughs> there you go, right? I, you know what? That That is something... That is something that I think is is going to be an issue in like when we're talking about like sex clubs mm-hmm. and and part play parties and things like that. I I feel like that's going to be something about like they're going to want people vaccinated yeah. before they come and in. and before anybody gets up up all up in arms about my freedoms and all that sort of stuff. Private businesses are not government, and they can set any kind of rule they want for entering their establishment, mm-hmm. just like. You have to wear pants when you go into a grocery store because the grocery store requires it. There are going to be venues and I can see concerts and maybe even movie theaters requiring this anywhere where you're going to be in close contact with people. And Mm. nowhere are you in closer contact with people than in a sex club. (laughs) I mean, there's a lot of like... I mean, unless you're at a glory hole, then there's kind of a wall between you and the other person. But even even at nightclubs and things like that, where there's loud music clubs and things like that, where there's loud talking, you have to literally yell at people. Yeah. You talk about spittle transference. Gyms where you're sweating and grunting and stuff like that. I think there's going to be a lot of places that are going to need proof of vaccination. So if you put it on your profile, there it is. It's either going to make people swipe on you or make people not swipe on you. Either way, it helps narrow your field down to, to the kind of people that you want to hang out with. Mm-hmm. So I would update I would update some pictures. If you're thinking now's not the best time to take new pictures <laughs> because you put <laughs> on the COVID-20. Maybe or, you don't look like you did four years ago. Then you know what? There's another incentive to, to get ready for, for the whoring 20s. And, and and start getting back into your personal grooming habits and get back into the gym. If there's something that you don't like about yourself that you want to change, now's the time to do it. So personal story, I I mean, I was in a pretty good groove before the, the pandemic hit. Yeah. Uh, with regard to training and yep. eating and all the things. And I think it's really interesting. I, I've noticed, and I don't know if you noticed this, like from season to season, year to year. There's things that you do and then there's things that fall away and things that you forget Mm -hmm. that you used to do or the way you used to do things. Like just the, you know, the way you would eat or the way you would train or the way you would do any of those things. And the pandemic has sort of laid down new grooves in people about their activity levels and their everyday lives and their eating habits. And Well, because the seasons have almost just disappeared. It's just been, it's been lockdown. Or no lockdown. That those have been your seasons. No, but even 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 when there was like no lockdown, like nothing nothing has been normal. Not in since, not in Canada. Nothing not has in been Canada open or, since, or normal. Since, yeah. We have not been wide open no. since since early March twenty twenty. Yeah. And and so there's been a lot of like sitting around. I'm working from home, so I'm sitting all day and you don't realize the kind of incidental 
the incidental activity that you were that you were used yeah. to and that your body was used to every day not to mention the fact that you know you're not you know you're not as busy mm-hmm. so maybe you're eating a little bit more and then maybe the, maybe you're enjoying a little more comfort food than you normally would because there's not really that much else to do no. like in ontario like how many walks can you go for like i how how many times have i asked you have you have you gotten have you spun your pokey spot today because like <laughs> we should go for a walk and you're like no i've already done that like three times already yeah <laughs> and so I, I i recently got on the scale again for the first time yeah in, like, you were upset years. Oh my God! I, you know what? I don't think I don't think I saw the real number through the tears. I just and and listeners, listeners, let me tell you, okay, <laughs> as somebody who who looks at B a lot and is fortunate enough to see B naked, I didn't see why she was upset as she was. You're you're very sweet. No, but, but it's true. Well, and I, I I think it's just it's just a realization, and you know you know you know stuff like you know it, but. But I think because of the, the the changes to your everyday life have been so drastic, yeah. And you you just get into this new groove, and we've been doing it now for so long that. And I'm so thankful now for my training logs, yeah. So you can compare and things like that, yeah. And and for you know my tracking app because I can go back in the calendar and see what I was eating 16 months ago, mm-hmm. and ha- and what what the what the eating pattern was. Not whipping and up I, a tray of brownies at 10 p.m. <laughs> Yeah, that was April 2020, everyone. <laughs> we, How? Hey, um, Dante. We're, we're watching 90 Day on a Saturday night. And I... Uh, go ahead. Uh, Dante, ESB. Um, how, how long do you think it would take to make uh, make up some brownies? And I was like, I don't know. It's like, 9.30. It's 9.30, but I mean, a half hour, 40 minutes? Could, 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 could you do that? And I was like, yeah, any chance to pull out my KitchenAid stand mixer and like whip up some some baked goodness. Uh-huh. Yeah. We're not sponsored by KitchenAid, by the way. No. And then it was like, you know what would be really good with these brownies? Some ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's freaking 1030 at night. And yeah. we're having like... Looking brownies and ice cream. 600 calorie dessert. I mean, like, it's delicious. Yeah, it is, but... But, but it was this... April 2020, man. The it, it, Like, literally... I know, but now it's May that JP 20... That J.P. Sears song, like, if the world was ending, you'd come over, right? Like, it was, and it, we it, would if, eat brownies it, and ice it cream. It felt like the world was ending. Like, it was like, <laughs> well, you know what? We're going to go out with delicious food. But this is the thing, like, but now it's a year later. Yeah. And I think that was what upset me, too, where it's like... It's now a year later and I should fucking know better than this. And yeah. I do know better. This is the thing that upset me is because I know we like I know a lot about nutrition and fitness oh, yeah. and all the things. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. like and 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 I think that's why I want to tell this story because I want to let everybody know out there, don't fucking beat yourself up. Mm-mm. It's been this is a collective trauma that yes. we've all been through. It's been a bitch of a year. It's year been and a half. fucking cunt of a year and it's been in 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 Canada anyway, it's been back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. And it's just been you know, work's been super stressful, mm-hmm. you know, dealing with like, you know, people that live in your house, you're on top of each other all the time. Right. Everybody's there. There's no, there's no, there's no downtime. And, and so sometimes like the, the only comfort that you can find is, you know, buffalo mac and cheese, you know, mm. which is basically like boneless buffalo chicken wings. Ooh, chicken flings. On, uh, on macaroni and cheese. I'm just saying, it's really fun. It's good. delicious. And with a little little glass bottle of Mexican Coke thrown on top of that. But you, you do that five nights a week and then you cry when you get on the scale. I know, but this is what I'm saying is that these these habits are formed 
so slowly yeah. and gradually that you don't notice. Like, I don't eat a lot of fast food. No. We were talking about this the other night. I don't eat a lot of fast food. But then, you know, you get so exhausted from like the the un, the the low level anxiety that you're that you're laboring under all the time, and then anything else on top of that just like is like I don't want to cook, I don't want to do anything. Let's just pick up some food. And so I would go from like never, like very rarely eating takeout food at all to we. we I think we were saying like three times every two weeks. We yeah, were getting eight dubs. Like six times a week, yeah, or six times a month. And I know that doesn't sound like a lot, but it adds up. And when you're not when you're not living your normal life, where, like where you're walking around and going out and doing stuff or whatever, it takes a toll. Well, weight weight loss and weight gain is is very, very simple. If it can be. A calorie deficit and you will lose weight, a calorie surplus, you will gain weight. Yeah, and it's and very of, easy to eat more calories yeah. than you're going to burn or use. And, and I, I think that that was another like, you know, sort of epiphany for me when I, when I acquired my Apple Watch. Mm. And I love it. I love it. I love it. You're very so, welcome. Sometimes you didn't buy me. No, I've I've been honestly I've been trying to buy you one for like two years and you refused it. And then you got a hand me up and you're like, Oh my god, did you know this is the best thing ever? And I was like, <laughs> Yes, I did know. How's it how how's it feel to be right for once? <laughs> it's exhausting. Yeah. <laughs> welcome to my nightmare, the water's warm. <sighs> and and I, I and I always knew, like you, you cannot outtrain a bad diet. Like you can't, no. you can't outrun your fork. You can just, you, you can ingest so many more calories than you can burn off. Oh, and, uh, yeah. And 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 I just wanted, to, I just wanted to go back to something that you said about like weight. You know, managing your weight is very simple. Yeah, if you're in a calorie deficit, oh, not easy. But, no, no, no. But also, like you know, it can be complicated. Like there yeah. can be can be conditions and medications and things that can make that you know, metabolic conditions and things sure. that make that more thyroid conditions and all that but kind of stuff. Yeah. For the most part, I think that the problem is, is that we eat the evidence of the food yeah. that we ingest. So we don't remember unless we're tracking and, and we, we don't work as hard as we think we do. And we aren't burning nearly as many calories as we think we mm-hmm. are with exercise and everything else. And I, you know, no, no truer has that point been driven home than when I started wearing this Apple watch and I would do my workouts and it tells you and it's still an estimation based on what it knows about you Mm -hmm. but (laughs) you you kill yourself and you look down at this watch and you go I haven't even burned off my pot yeah it's you've burned 50 calories you're like (laughs) motherfucker yeah what the fuck is that and and this is the thing you know I, I tell a lot of people and I used to tell my clients when I used to be a trainer like you know, food is not a reward for exercise. Exercise is not a punishment for eating. So to link those two things, are they linked? Yes, kind of. But you need to eat for a lot of different ways. You eat to fuel your goals. You eat, you know, as a social thing, as mm-hmm. a celebration, mm-hmm. all those kinds of things. But you need to be mindful yeah. of all of that. Yeah. And then exercise, you know, exercise needs to be enjoyable. Exercise is to make you feel good. Exercise is to get your body moving and 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 realizing all the benefits of that. The least of which is weight loss. Weight exercise is not a very good weight loss strategy. It's good for everything else, but not weight loss. Well, but I but I think that you know people need to sort of disassociate those two things because yeah. they kind of put those two things together, and they do complement each other. But they're two completely separate things, and they do different things. But it's it's really been as we're starting to look at going out and doing stuff again. And I mean, we can talk about, you know, the triumphant return to the sex club whenever that's on your agenda. Mm-hmm. But I, I and and I'm 
you know, I'm looking at a couple of milestones this year. Mm-hmm. So you got a decade birthday coming up. Yeah. A big zero birthday. And I want to sort of saunter into that feeling good, mm-hmm. feeling good about how I look and, you know, wanting to do all the things that I do and that we do. We should call Melissa Kelly. Oh, I've already done that. <laughs> I have. To, to commemorate I, the occasion. Those of you that listen to our Melissa Kelly boudoir photographer episode, I have booked my appointment with her. Are you going to do Are you going to take any pictures that maybe we can we can share with the brave ones? Uh, that's a great, that's, that's a, a great thought. I may, I may have to do that. Yeah. Yeah. So my shoot with her is coming up in six weeks. Mm-hmm. Something like that. Mm-hmm. Six weeks. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I'm super excited. We will put a link to her Instagram in the show notes so that you can you can see her work. She's pretty amazing. And I'm very, very excited to work with her. But at the same time, I want it to be enjoyable. And I know she's, I mean, she she has this incredible talent of bringing out the unique beauty in every person that she shoots. But I want to go in there feeling myself. Right. I've ordered some things. Uh-huh. I've planned some things. Yeah. So I'm very, was, very That excited. was episode 33 for the brave ones that was are looking it? Yeah. for it. And she, her story's great. And, yeah. And I'm, I'm very excited. So that's that's one of the things that I've planned as sort of the, the re-emergence into the world mm-hmm. is my shoot with Melissa Kelly. Mm-hmm. I'm very, very excited. And I, it, it can only be rivaled by your excitement. Uh, oh, I'm super stoked about this. <laughs> yeah. And... I just want to, one last thing on, on food and diet before we move on to people who are like beating themselves up about it and they're looking around and going, how the fuck did what I get, how did, yeah. how did it get this way? Yeah. Evolutionarily, we are, it's, it's hard for us to struggle against our evolution. We have evolved to seek out things that are fat and things that are sweet because in the wild, those are the hardest things for us to find. So when we did find it, you know, back in our hunter-gatherer sort of origins, we would gorge ourselves on it. Fresh fruit, those kinds of things, honey, that kind of stuff. The food industry knows this and caters the food that we eat to appeal to those kinds of, you know, taste areas. Evolutionary buttons. Yeah. And so when we sit down and have <laughs> brownies and ice cream, <laughs> we're hitting all of those buttons, right? Full cream, es- vanilla bean ice cream. Especially if you throw and- a, little, a little coarse... Sea salt on yeah, top of the brownies. Yeah, right. With like <laughs> raw chocolate. And like these are all things that would be normally extremely difficult for our ancestors to find. Mm-hmm. And you, there are entire aisles at your grocery store that are just meeting these needs, mm-hmm. right? So, yeah, you can't change millions of years of evolution in a year of lockdown. Well, you can change, like, you can change. It changes you in the way that. We didn't have fucking skip the dishes. No. Like and 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 again, and you've you've alluded to it a couple of times, and and it's it's part of that little battle that goes on because never in never in in our probably our human history has it been so socially acceptable and so socially responsible. Yeah. To lie around like a piece of shit and order everything and anything you want to your house. Yeah. Like, right? Like, you, we, we can order anything we want. And at any time. At any time. 
And there's a there's a very high probability that it will be there within an hour. Yeah. Yeah. Like if we didn't have brownies, we could have called one of the local restaurants yep. and done a done a delivery order of just their desserts. Yep. Warm chocolate chip cookies or yep. something like that. Like we can get booze, we can get food. You can get anything you want. We can get want. weed, we can get anything we want. All my all my craft uh, breweries that I, I love to support. What, actually, one of the best things out of this whole pandemic is that they've all they've all gotten free home delivery now. Sometimes <laughs> with a minimum order, but yeah. now I don't even need to like figure out how I'm going to get to that brewery to buy whatever the latest release is. Yeah. I just spend three minutes on the fucking toilet and and buy my beer, and it shows up the next day. And it's like, oh my god, the future is amazing. Yeah, right? and and it's great. But, and, it, and, but it means and, you got to work hard. And, and from an economic standpoint and from a local business, supporting local business standpoint, it's great because you can do that. Mm-hmm. And we've done we've done that a lot. Like yeah, we, to support we, a lot of the local restaurants we love. support a lot of local restaurants yeah. and craft breweries and local businesses and things like that. And, and you know, and, and that's another thing that gives you a little bit of a shot where you feel good about, about supporting them. Because you spend a little but bit of money. You're, but when you're ordering like, you know buffalo chicken sandwiches and fries with gravy and and ice cream cookie sandwiches at nine o'clock ten o'clock at night it's not yeah i mean it used to be the control was like do i want to get off the couch and go into the kitchen and make that thing or go get it or go get it now you don't have to do that you can just keep your ass on the fucking couch and just wait for your doorbell to ring when that shit shows up like it's it's about as easy as it could be to do that it's you and i would have lots of laughs about my child yeah because he would (laughs) <laughs> he would legit he'd have a like a, a morning lecture yeah he was doing university from he'd home. stroll downstairs he, he he'd have an 8 30 lecture at five to eight he'd roll out of bed walk to the front door open it and his, his breakfast co- his, his breakfast would be there coffee and breakfast sandwich are on the doorstep and then he'd and then he'd close the door and sit there and eat and then go back to bed and open his laptop yeah, and and do his lecture, and you're like, oh, okay, like that that that's not. It was the best of times. It was the worst of times. <laughs> but it's like like if that's not good for. Do you know what I mean? Like, and no. and that's the thing. I can't wait to go back to work because I'm really really curious to see how how many calories I burn just walking around and. Well, doing now that my you have job. now that you have something that's going to track yeah, that shit like on, really on, on a minute by that. minute basis. Yeah. And and I'm kind of glad this happened because I'm a lot more cognizant of what I'm doing now and and how I'm feeding myself and how I'm looking after myself. Because again, like these bad habits are so insidious. They're so gradual Mm -hmm. and they just sort of worm their way. And then all of a sudden it feels normal and you need, you need like a disruption. Yeah. And that's why I, I don't normally use a scale to gauge. Yeah. I've always looked at how I look in the mirror. Yeah. And I do too, but this is the thing. I felt like it was getting to a point where I was like, um, you know, that's probably just muscle. Is it? It is. No. And, and, and so I needed I needed a disruption. I needed a disruption for the, these patterns that I was falling into. Yeah, I and, get I get the psychological kind of shakeup that you, needs to happen. And I'm sure that I put on some muscle because I've been doing that sort of strong lifts. Yeah, training. For, yeah, that five for by five. I, I noticed it for sure. Yeah, but but you know I, I'm done with my bulking phase and I'm going into <laughs> in, into, in into my into my into my cut phase now. Boudoir cut. Yeah, it was a Kelly cut. I mean, like the Kelly cut. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, look, this year for a lot of us, or the last, you know, the pandemic. Let's just call it that for however long you want to talk about it. But this pandemic time, you know, most of us 
if you're fortunate, have been able to work from home. We've got those people who can't work from home and are out there on the front lines. And, and a lot of, I mean, we need to thank all of those people. Oh and at a bare minimum, not fucking spit and yell at them. Like I see way too much going on online. They're just doing their jobs, you know, put the fucking mask on, do your grocery shopping, take it off when you get in your car. Like just knock it, that shit it off. It makes me want to throw on a balaclava and be like a little vigilante for the, yes, for the, for the grocery seriously. store cashiers and places like that that are like. And also like people are even smart about this. If you want to make a scene, wear a mask so you can't be identified, you stupid <laughs> fucking idiot. Like, right? Like, yeah, you're there in complete, you're full fucking Karen face yeah. out there. Oh, remember I told you that <laughs> yeah. in Canada, it was a stats can? I'm not sure I believe that, though. I feel like that's been manipulated. You think so? I don't know. Can- Apparently, there hasn't been a baby in Canada named Karen since... Um, since November 2019. <laughs> oh, man. So, but we've all been seeing it at home for the most part. And, you know, not really. We're trying to be comfortable. We're trying to cope mm-hmm. in whatever way works. Mm-hmm. But you're not going to be able to stay at home. And a lot of us don't want to stay at home anymore. So get that dating profile updated. Yeah, what what are some tips that you would give for people like updating their profiles? So like, so like you know, like definitely what, what some are, more what are recent. Some, what are some things that you should like make sure that you don't have a picture of? So for I've your always twenty twenty one dating profile. So I've always I've always looked at dating profiles, and I got really lucky in my relatively brief time on dating apps. I never met anybody who looked significantly different than what their profile showed them to be. And I always thought that that was a weird strategy to employ because if your intention is to meet the person off of the dating app, if you don't look like you did on the app, how do you think that's going to go when you meet them in real life? Right. Okay, so I'm going to, just to expedite this a little bit, I'm going to ask you like three types of pictures of women that you don't want to see anymore. I think... I think a good dating profile that I want to see that makes me want to swipe on it, it can't just all be headshots. Okay. Okay. Because that usually means that whatever's below the neck is is not appealing to the type of men that that woman wants to attract. Okay. It also indicates a low confidence. Yeah. Um, I think that's the bigger fuck issue. Fuck all the way off with Snapchat filters. <laughs> Nobody wants to see the fucking bunny ears or the dog nose or the sparkles or any of that stuff. Okay. okay? Look your best. I get it. But it goes back to that point of like, are you going to look like that? Are you going to have stars in your eyes when I see you in real life? No, then I don't want to see it in your dating profile. Okay. Okay? Okay. And if I have to guess who in those pictures is you because it's group photo after group photo after group photo. No. Okay. So make clean up your profile have some good headshots. Okay. Okay. Some good headshots. Have some good body shots. Show some activities that you like to do. Mm-hmm. If if that if you like to do activities, like give us give me a sense of what you like to do for fun. Mm-hmm. And show that you have friends, but there better be a bunch of pictures of just you so that I don't yeah, have to I don't have to work it out. Especially not your cover photo. Shouldn't be a fucking group shot. Right. Like that's it. What about you? Um if all your pictures you're wearing sunglasses and a hat. Mm-hmm. Means Either. you're bald and have no eyes. Or you're ugly. Yeah. 
Which you know what? I'll make that distinction. I'll, I'll make that. I'll, I'll be the judge of that. Yeah. If you're ugly. Yeah. The whole like, point of this is to see if you have a per, uh, you're but appealing. You have no eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Her eyes are gouged out. But if like <laughs> that might even be better because you know we can bond over murder shows. Murder shows. But murder like, shows. You're assuming that I don't want to know if you're bald. Like maybe I do. Maybe uh, maybe I like mm. that. You don't know. Okay. Maybe that's what the person is I into. Mean, I, Statham's on my list. I'm just. Saying. He is on your list. We need to watch his new movie. No. I don't know. Come on. I don't know about that. Okay. Fuck right off with the fishing pictures. Yeah. Or just animal, dead animals in general. Dead animals in general. You talked about, you talked about like, you know, take pictures of activities you like. I don't give a fuck that you like to fish though. Like, I don't care about that. I, I, I don't care. Like, tell me you like to fish. I don't, it seems so phallic when they hold up a fish. Like, ooh, look what I did. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, they're trying to appeal that hunter gatherer sort of, I'm a provider kind of vibe. No. Look, it must work. Just like unsolicited. No, it doesn't. No, 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 no. Just like unsolicited dick pics, it must work some small percentage of the time to encourage the behavior to continue. I want to know which women are receiving dick pics from a man they don't know and going, oh yeah, I need to get on that. Please, I want to hear from you. I want to know. I'm, I'm interested in the psychology of that. I want to know that. Because absolutely, absolutely fucking <laughs> no. Absolutely not. Okay? The car selfie. That needs to end. No, 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 yeah, no, 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 no. Yeah, I, I see... Do better. I see an... I've seen entire profiles it's of just, just the woman in her driver's seat taking pictures of herself. And men, too. They, yeah. they do the same thing. I don't see a lot of men, male profiles. Listen, so listen. What you need to do is you need to get on TikTok and you need to follow the accounts that show you all the different... Ways All to, the different yeah. ways to take bomb-ass mirror selfies. Yeah. Okay? And fucking get a little bit creative. And sanitize your effort. backgrounds, okay? I don't yes. want to see your messy bedrooms. I don't want to see the deuce in your in your toilet. Or, I don't or, the, see any or of that stuff. the fucking dirty ass bathroom you've no. got. Like your environment is hey, almost how as about important. This? Go outside. Yeah, go outside if you can. Go outside. Natural light's better. Turn your camera upside down. Do mm-hmm. it. There's there. Listen, anything you want to know what to, how to do, go on. Has it on YouTube or TikTok? Yeah. Okay. TikTok's bite size, so I definitely I would highly TikTok recommend TikTok is bite sized. Okay. I find, and that's, I was trying to watch a YouTube video today on how to do something. And, and you're like, this is too long. I'm like, it was 45 seconds she was talking. I'm like, I'm all done. I can't listen to this shit. <laughs> my, I, uh, like, Your attention this, span. This modern it. society has reduced my attention span to a Rice Krispie. <laughs> I, I cannot, I cannot listen. Um, so you could use a bobby pin because everybody has bobby pins and I have bobby pins and they're small and there's bobby pins around everywhere. And you could ask, and if you're a guy, you could ask your mom for a bobby <laughs> pin. And then nope, you long. don't care if you lose bobby pins. And I'm like, say bobby pin one more time. You lost me after you could use use a bobby pin period yeah, the end. all done thank That's you it. can we move on we yeah. all we all know what a fucking bobby pin <laughs> so but yeah so so those those three things no, those no, okay no, no. for your dating profile okay. now also on to the dating profile you want to look good in your pictures and when you are able to go out to restaurants or bars or to go on dates or to do these kinds of things you need to be putting your best foot forward i'm keeping my skinny jeans that's fine yeah fuck i don't Look, I, I'm never these people that that is like this is the season for this, this is the season for that. Find what works with your body type and what you feel confident in, and what looks good on you, and go with that. Don't try and fucking change every season to whatever the the latest thing is. I mean, I get if you've got the money and you want to do it, that's fine. But don't like, I don't know, man. I feel like they're just playing with us. I feel like it's like because because they have to keep us spending, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like, especially with women's fashion. You know, oh look, stilettos, stilettos are oh, in this year, and, and are kitten back heels are back there, and then middle heels, and then chunky heels, and, and you know what? Go fuck yourself. I'm gonna wear, I'm, I'm going to wear my stilettos forever until I die. And you know what? I have a couple pairs of chunky heels, and um, 
I'll wear those whenever the fuck I want to. I'm just, I'm so done. Yeah. I'm so done with that. And this, and this is the distinction between fashion and style. Find a style. Yeah, 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 yeah. That you like. And that, that works, works for, for you. Yeah, yeah. And then you can add to your wardrobe and you can pull pieces out. Like, I know how, you know, they do the, if you haven't worn it in a year, get rid of it. I feel like that needs to be like suspended for a little bit. Well, you yeah, know, I don't think, your, I don't think now is the time. Go, go through your closet, go through your closet, see what you still like, put some stuff together. That's another app that's great is Pinterest. Like, like search outfits, you know, spring 2021 outfits, summer 2021 outfits and you know, men, women, Get some inspiration. shorts, jeans, yeah. dresses, whatever. And just, and just uh, like when I'm going somewhere, I, I will check my Pinterest board just to go, Oh, Oh yeah, that's right. I forgot about that combination and just go in sometimes when I pack, that's what I do. Yeah. I just check it just be, so that I'm not packing fucking everything I own. And I mean, there are always going to be pieces in your wardrobe that are going to be classic, right? Absolutely. A good, a, a nice pair of jeans, a black t-shirt. Like there's just, there's the white shirt, the white shirt. There's the some blazer. staple stuff, having a, a suit that fits you well. Like there are, there are some things that are always going to be timeless and are going to be worth investing in because for good quality so that they will last. See, and that's, and that's the thing too. Like, you know, I'm finding the big thing right now with women is the blazers mm-hmm. and like there's, they're big, big, big blazers. I'm like five foot nothing. I would look like I was wearing my dad's. It's like that episode of Sex and the City because we're rewatching. We'll get to this later. But, oh, yeah. But, but Carrie comes home in just Big's dress shirt with a they belt. Fall, they fall into the river. <laughs> or into they the fall pond at Central into Park the pond, or something. Into the pond at Central Park. And yeah. then she, and then her her dress is all wet. And so she, she, she literally puts on one of Big's white dress shirts and a belt yeah and, and it looks like it looks like, like a, a mini dress it looks like a dress yeah it looks good actually that's, it does but she's that's got some nice stems but that's she does coltish you said coltish uh but yeah that's that that's what i imagine you wearing a blazer would look like like pretty much yeah yeah, just, yeah. like just wearing mr big's jacket yeah pretty yeah. much yeah so 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 we need to do that and look anybody who's in toronto who lives in Toronto proper hasn't had a legal haircut since 2020 November. at this point November 2020 when the city locked That's down fucking insane and you know I've done a lot of things in my life one thing I won't do is cheat on my hairdresser <laughs> despite my encouragement yeah despite despite B's encouragement to go see her girl I'm like nope I gotta go see mine because I have curly hair and anybody can cut curly hair to look good when you're in the chair but two three weeks later a bad haircut and it's just going to be fucking nonsense. So I'm at the point where I'm basically, I haven't had a haircut in close to a year at this point. It's about 10 months now. Has it been that Yeah, because it was July I went. I was like, oh, let's keep it a little was longer this time. Yeah. Is that why I went? Is that when I went with you? Yeah, yeah. Because wow. I was going to keep it long. I normally get a cut shorter in the summertime. And I was like, you know what? Why don't we go a little longer this time? Nick and I'll come back. Instead of going twice a year for a haircut, I'll go like three times a year. And then they locked down. And then I was <laughs> fucked. So now it's like, maybe I should just lean into this. We, we're excited because... It's, it's kind of hot. Well, we got a metal show, my first metal oh show my God, coming I'm up. So and I feel like I need to wait until after that to get my yes. hair cut. Okay, so yeah. So we're... I, I just want to... I just want a little of the babies know because it's, it's important. So many of you may not know, but um, at my core, I'm a metal chick. Mm-hmm. And I have been wanting to take Dante to a metal show. Basically, and we almost went to go see Steel Panther. Basically since we met. Yeah. And we can't see Steel Panther now because they're fucking anti-maskers uh. and all that shit. So it's like, oh, why'd you have to ruin it? I mean, you come out with an amazing song called Glory Hole and then like you make it so that we can't go and see you. Community property. Yeah, so good. So we were going to see that. We were, we were We had tickets to see... I think we had tickets to see something else. Oh, we had tickets to see Ozzy. 
Oh yeah, we had tickets to see, that's what it was. We had tickets to see Ozzy and then he got super sick and they they postponed it for like a year and at that point we were like, that's fucking ridiculous. I want my money back. So I got my money back for those and then there was a show that came up in Toronto and it's uh, Megadeth headlining, Lamb of God, Trivium. Trivium um, Is there a fourth band? In Flames, I think. Mm. Anyway, super lineup. I was super excited. I got his great tickets. And then it was supposed to be in June 2020. And of course that so, didn't of course, happen. That wasn't going to happen. And so then they postponed it to July 2021. So still not going to happen, not in Ontario. And so a couple of weeks ago, they postponed it to the end of September and then the government released the reopening plan and it looks like everything's going to be pretty much done yeah. by August. Yeah, so, so we should be good. So it looks like this concert's going to run and I'm so excited. I'm so excited to take Dante to his first metal show. It's outside. Yeah, outdoor venue. Oh my God. By the water. By the water. Yeah. It's so fucking cool. It's We're going to cool. take the train. I'm super excited. But now he's got this hair. He's just, <laughs> he's just got like this perfect, like long curly like he perfect headbanging hair so i think i'm just gonna get it like shaped a little bit and then i might get it chopped off after after the show we'll see we'll see we'll see what my girl thinks no <laughs> but you know you already got the camo shorts the black t-shirts yeah. and oh, oh my god i'm so excited it's gonna be good yeah and i i can't i can't wait to go full metal chick on that one that's gonna be that's gonna be fucking so cool. it's gonna take some time for people to get their personal grooming shit in place so that's a big thing. It is. It's time. I mean, look, comfy clothes are comfy clothes. I love it. I love, I come home, I change out of whatever I've been wearing all day and I put comfy clothes in to hang out on the couch doing whatever after I've worked out and had a shower or whatever. That's totally fine. But we need to, we need to bring back just like they did in the, in the roaring twenties, dressing up to go do things. When mm. I went to my Vax appointment, I dressed the fuck up. Did you? I did. Why that. Yeah, yeah, because this was a big deal. What I haven't had cause to wear anything other than comfy shit for the better part of a year. Mm -hmm. And the weather was nice and it was sunny and I was like, fuck that shit. I'm gonna I was also thinking I was gonna be able to take a bunch of selfies in the place, but they had a no camera policy. But <laughs> but but you know, like this is the thing. We need you're going to the grocery store, dress the fuck up. You're getting on a plane, dress the fuck up. Like it doesn't matter what the what what you're doing, you need to be doing it to the fucking nines. Well, I mean I think you have the choice to do that, but I, I that's kind of what I'm excited for is yeah. to just to kind of dress up and look nice and feel good. Like I, I, I have in my, I have in my head, like the Gatsby motif, right? You know, where every, like everybody, everything, there's like a celebratory air mm -hmm. in everything that you do. Right. And so like, what are you saving it for? I think that like, I think a lot of times yeah. you're like, Oh, I'm going to save that. No, wear the fucking dress, yep. wear the heels, wear the suit, wear, you know, like, if oh, you for, feel like dressing up, for fuck's sake, when we go back to the sex club, it, I'm going to be in my best suit, not just any suit, my best one. And I will be in just lingerie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, for sure. It's like it's like the gentleman's club fantasy, where it's like you're in a suit and I'm in lingerie and heels, and yeah. And I think I think everybody also needs to pace themselves. We are excited. <laughs> no. We're excited. Mm -hmm. This is going to be an exciting time. Mm -hmm. And I know everybody's going to have some YOLO mentality, right? But pace yourself. And people are pent up. People are pent up. But also, also, I feel like we've talked about this, you and I before, but I feel like we both have like a social battery. Mm -hmm. And 
we can only do so much socializing before that battery is drained and then we need some time alone or, or time to cocoon before we're ready to go out and do that stuff again. Mm-hmm. And that was in kind of normal times. But now that battery's capacity is probably going to be a lot smaller than it was 18 months ago. You need to work back up to these big parties. Don't... The social battery is a muscle. Yeah. You need, yeah. Go slow. Build up. Don't just go balls to the wall right away and schedule like a week-long orgy, your first time out kind of thing, right? <laughs> You're grimacing like, so ouchy. Yeah. So, so it's going to take time for people to learn so how much, to socialize so again. Much so much chafing. So much chafing. It's gonna take it's gonna take time for people to to almost relearn how to socialize again. Well, this is the thing. Like you and I have have done, you know, separately. We've done, you know, you hang out in the backyard with your neighbors, or you know, you go for a walk with someone, mm-hmm. or or you do something like that. And I I it's exhausting. We like, I would schedule two or three things a day sometimes, like social engagements when on weekends when I have my kids, and it wouldn't be a big deal. I do one thing for like an hour and a half with like just one thing, and you need a nap. And I'm like, I'm all done, man. Yeah, like I'm yawning and and I'm just I'm just burnt out from having to just be on for that yeah. time, right? Yeah. And like trying, trying so desperately not to be awkward. Right. Because it's, because we're just out of practice. We're just out of practice. And I I saw something the other day that I was like, oh yeah, totally. And here's a great, here's a great little rule of thumb to pace yourself. It was like, I'm at the point where it's like, I can do a daytime activity and I could do a nighttime activity, Mm -hmm. but under no circumstances can I do both in one day. Not, not yet. Not yet. And I, I, I feel like that's that's a great way to pace yourself. And that's okay. And I think a lot of people are feeling a little bit of an anxi- of anxiety too about like, I mean, you're a little bit more outgoing than I am. I mean, I'm outgoing, but I'm an introvert. I'm an outgoing introvert. Well, I'm the same. That. Okay. And Extroverted introvert. And I'm, and I'm an HSP. So there's that. Giant HSP-ness. Yeah. I feel like that that is a, a great little rule of thumb yeah. to, to, to pace yourself with. Yeah, and just kind of get started. Make make one plan a day, either for the daytime or the nighttime, and then just see how that goes. And then give yourself a rest time. You know, I remember when I was a teenager and uh, coincidentally another time I was struggling with my weight and everybody told me how great running was. You got to <laughs> run. That's that's you got to run. And I live. This is the age of aerobics. I grew jazzercise. up. I grew up at the bottom of an escarpment, so there were hills that you could run up, like that had road, like mm-hmm. road. Yeah. And I thought, yeah, you know what? They're right. I, I I need to start running. And so I put some shoes on that were completely ill-designed for that. Task. For running, yeah. And it was probably Keds or some shit. And <laughs> and I ran outside out my door and promptly ran up this hill and ran around a little bit and ran back down the hill and then actually ended up walking home. And the next day, I couldn't fucking move. (laughs) And the day after that, it was even worse. And then I was like, "Um, running clearly isn't for me. And so it was another fucking six years before I'd run again. And that, my friends, is a little illumination on how you need to pace yourself with anything that you're doing. And I think especially with this this so i love that analogy of that visual of the social battery where it's been out of practice for a while yeah and you really just and and i think you know because we've had this time of introspection 
I think you really need to take some time and reflect on your social interactions too. And it's like, are these, you know, maybe there was people that you hung out with before and maybe you're not the same person that you were 15 months ago or 18 months ago. And you go, you know what? These people don't fit me anymore. Uh-huh. Or, you know, there, you know, there are things that like I didn't notice before that now that I'm seeing that are kind of cringy. Like, you know, I recently, we've recently had access to Crave and years and years and years ago i loved to watch frazier and i started watching it over again and it's not holding up mm, it's not holding up hey it's cringy sex in the city's holding up but well that yeah stay tuned for that we're not yeah, that's why we're not going to do a show on it's going to be a couple more weeks uh brave ones before we get to our sex in the city episode but but it's coming up we're going to be doing a, a revisit. S- yeah revisit of the whole whole series we're about halfway through the series now yeah. so but yeah so uh, so pacing yourself is a very good idea for sure so and I just want to say, I, I just want to, sorry, oh, no, before okay. you go for it, no, I just want ahead. to say, like, it's okay if you don't want to go out. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's still okay. Like, uh, you know, the, you know, the the joke is like, I'll just tell people I'm not vaccinated. And Seems how many TikToks. Oh, I can't go. I'm not vaccinated. I'm not vaccinated. I'm worried about my family. I'm worried about my family. <laughs> and it's like, Eric's already fully vaccinated. His family is also fully vaccinated and lives in another country. You will never see Eric again. <laughs> I'm like that's you'll never see me again (laughs) but I and 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 you know if you look at the 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 roaring 20s you know the 1920s Mm. it wasn't just fully dressed and well-heeled debauchery Mm. there was was also a good portion there was also a a portion a good portion of the population that became very very risk averse and a portion of the population that became very very religious Mm -hmm. and if you look at sort of the political divide that 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 you can see that happening again created you you do see more of a chasm between sides and that you know, there are portions of the population that are becoming even more and more and more religiously conservative and socially conservative yeah, yeah. and and that kind of stuff. So, oh, my God, I think that I know I know I talk about TikTok a lot, but it's so funny. <laughs> well, there, you is, TikTok. there is a Lil Nas X TikTok that I saw today about him, like making fun of the fact that there's propaganda out there that's saying that shit was that Lil Nas X yeah, in the video yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't realize that you didn't realize it no yeah. I didn't realize that's why that was I was him. saying to you before he made like all of his hits his fucking Twitter I, I just thought him. it was like an example of like this is the kind of stuff he oh, used to yeah, do no, not no, that no. this is him actually no, so doing he, something so he made this TikTok oh, yeah, about, oh you know he saw he put up this like headline from like a right wing conservative you know news news source that like the COVID vaccine makes you gay makes you gay and oh so he was like, I just wanted to let everybody know, like, that is true. Like, you know, here's me before I got the COVID-19 vaccine. And it's just him in this, like, bright orange jumpsuit, yep. track suit. And they're like, and here's me immediately after. And you see him, like, got a limp hair. wrist up. <laughs> yeah. In the exact same position, same smile, same thing. Just boop. Oh, my God. Limp wrist up it's kind of thing. so... I'm going to see if I can find it. I'll put it, I'll put I'll it on the Things it We Love you. page. It's so fucking good. I... I, I I saved it because I have to because I have to revisit shit. Otherwise, you'll you'd never find TikToks again. No, never, never. You have to you have to you have to bookmark them. But so be aware of that and be aware that it's okay to say no. It's still okay to say you know what? No, I don't want to go. I want to stay home. And and a lot of people have sort of you know feathered their nests, if you will, mm-hmm. and made their living environment much more pleasant and much more comfortable. Which is going to make a lot of people want to just stay in those environments. And we can't. And we can't give people a hard time for wanting to stay in that no. comfortable environment no, no, no. and withdrawing and and picking and choosing the social activities that they want to go to because i know for people like for like i'm one of those people i like being home i like working from home i mean 
when things are normal, normal, I'm using the air, air bunnies, bunnies. Air bunnies. But I like my house. I've we've I've done a lot of things. You've helped me do a lot of things to make my home, you know, to upgrade it and to make it more comfortable. And Siri is a South African dude for you. <laughs> oh my god, I love it. <laughs> yeah, now now. I asked him to turn off my lights, and he said, "I'll do that now now." It's like oh a proper African slang and accent. It's, it's not good. that I don't miss you when you're not there, but it it takes off the sting. No, just, you know what? It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> uh, all of our South African brothers and sisters, we can't wait oh, to see you again. Hello. Yeah. Hello. So okay. So before 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 I wrap this up, I got one last thing I wanted. I wanted. This is more of a question for you, and then oh. I'll kind of give my my point on it. But okay. what do you think the reaction? We talked a little bit about this already, but what do you think the reaction is going to be amongst? Kind of like the wider people's attitudes now that as the pandemic starts to recede from from recent memory. Mm -hmm. You talked a little bit about how in the 1920s, besides the hedonistic debauchery, there was also social and more religious conservatism. Mm -hmm. How do you see it going? Where do you think we are spring 2022 as a result of all of this? You know, I mean, we have talked about this a few times that like... For anthropologists, this is going to be like oh, I can't wait for the case studies like five years from now. Fertile yeah. soil mm-hmm. to till for, you know, research and 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 really looking at this and and all of the fallout that it, the yeah. fallout is going to be. I like I don't honestly I think spring twenty twenty two isn't going to be super different. I'm thinking like spring twenty twenty five. Like let's look at that. Mm. You know three, four years later and see where people are at. And like, I, I guess what, I, what I'm asking is, is it just going to be hedonistic debauchery for the next 10 months or at least until it gets cold? Or do you think that people are going to be continue along this tract of social isolation and withdrawal from society because it's now become acceptable to not be doing a hundred different social things and coaching sporting teams and doing all these things because pandemic. But when it's over, are people going to pick all those responsibilities back up again? Or are they going to realize their quality of life is better in some ways and learn to say no to things and that's a great question, and I think that there's going to be all manner of people. Sure. There's going to be there's going to be the people that don't fit, pace themselves, and there's going to be the people that jump right back into the half dos and and get overwhelmed again and and do all those things. You know, I think that there's a good number of people that have learned some very powerful lessons from all of this, yeah. and that how important what what things are really important in their lives and continue to prioritize those things Mm -hmm. and that that's okay yeah but but i also you know there's such a wide range of people and how they internalize things and how they move forward and there are and but but i think that retrospection and reflection is really really important and i think before you dive back into the post-pandemic world i really think you need to sit down and have a good look at what it is that you want, where you want to go from there. Like, we're a little bit like goldfish, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, we do have those kind of 10-second memories yeah, for stuff. Well, it's just like like goldfish will eat themselves to death if you give them enough food. Mm. They'll just eat and eat and eat and eat and eat till they explode. You know, but, and then at the same time, you know, a lot of people are worried about the long-term, you know, psychological effects. Sure, the mental effects, effects the psychological and, effects, yeah. And, 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 you know, I think for for some people, they're going to need counseling and oh, yeah. and treatment oh and, yeah no the trauma is real 
but I think but I think that with this pandemic it's made a lot of things like that a lot more accessible like you know before the pandemic you wouldn't be able to speak to a counselor or a doctor over the phone no or or over zoom or something like that and those things those those services are a lot more accessible now i don't think that's going to recede no i think that technology is going to be having a permanent place and and i I think that's an important thing as far as accessibility for people and i think that's important but i also think that as humans we are incredibly resilient and we have short memories for a reason so that we can move through and go, you know, you look at the, you know, you, you mentioned the First World War at the, at the top of the show. And, you know, people, people celebrated the end of that and they went into, you know, went into the 20s. And, and you look at post-World War II as well, that mm-hmm. kind of boom, you know, well, the, the baby, the, the baby, baby boom, the baby right? boom. And like, are we going to have a roar, a whoring 20s baby boom? Because we certainly didn't have a pandemic baby boom. No. because Nobody was fucking. No. But. Certainly not a Karen baby boom either. <laughs> We apologize to all of our brave ones we, out there. Named we Karen, love you, Karens. We love you. I mean, actual Karens, not actual people who Karens, act like Karens. Not, yeah, not not Air Bunny Karens. But I, I guess the new one is Amber. Amber. Yeah, but you know, like I, I think that for the most part, you know, we got used to pandemic life for the most part, even though we didn't like it. I think that many people will adapt very well to and just kind of and move forward. And this will be be but like a painful memory. Yeah, but hopefully we will learn lessons, some valuable yeah. lessons, and take those forward. And and I think for me the biggest the biggest thing, two things. One is gratitude for the things that I do have mm-hmm. because so much was kind of taken away during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. But what I was left with, I was so grateful for, like the relationships with my boys, the relationship with you, the relationships yeah. with with the 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 friends and colleagues and things that really really stand out because you know you have to nothing was was incidental anymore everything was intentional yeah and, I think and, it's a really and the connections thing. we made through the podcast as well with oh, with yeah. the guests that have been on and the community that that we've all been a part of building that's gone a long way to mitigate the kind of negative effects so the negative social effects of this pandemic oh, yeah. for for B and I as well. So we're really grateful to all of you out I mean, there as well. For me, that was the impetus to come back off of our hiatus was all of you and the people that we've met through this mm-hmm. through this project. And so gratitude is huge for me, and that the concept of joy, just daily joy, and not waiting until dot 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 yeah not waiting until this to feel joy and not waiting until that to feel joy that's my sort of thing i feel like people will not be wasting time anymore it's not going to be a one day it's going to be today oh yeah i like that i feel like that's what people are going to be focusing on yeah you hear you hear you hear oftentimes people will say life is too short dot 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 Mm -hmm. and you've always been like life is too long dot 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 right it's too long it's too long to be unhappy to be unhappy right it's not that you're gonna die soon you're gonna be alive a long time do you want to be miserable or unhappy for a long time yeah you want to do something about it and i think that for a lot of us we've been able to spend this last year in self hopefully in self-reflection and thinking about what you want your life to look like things we all took for granted Mm -hmm. as being just the way it is right we need to be more intentional about it now moving forward. And when restrictions lift and public health gives everybody the A-OK to return back to a more 
pre-pandemic sort of life, I think that people are going to be spending, are going to be making real sort of conscious choices on the activities that they're going to be doing, the people they spend time with, and how they're going to be using, they're going to be expanding that energy. Either before or after the little gorge period. I feel like I think there's going to be a bit of, everybody's going to get, is going to get their slot on a little bit, I think. (laughs) Certainly the brave ones listening to this podcast, I think a few of them are going to. Summer's tits out, tits out summer. Tits out, yeah. Sun's out, tits out. (laughs) I can get behind that message. I'm sure you can. That's a, (laughs) <laughs> thank you for thank you for closing with that perfect so subscribe and follow we're still working through some itunes issues if you listen to the podcast on on itunes one of the current issues we're working on is that all the things that we link are not showing up in the episode notes i'm still working with apple on that uh, but if you go to our things we love page everything we talk about on that would be on the website are on cheating on fear.com are are on there as well so if you want yeah. links to whatever we've talked about or i'm going to put up i'm going to try and find that little nas x tiktok i'll put a link uh, on that as well so we try and mirror what's in the episode notes on our things we love page um but if you're on spotify or google podcast it, it's showing up fine it's just apple's being goofy with our with our rss feed so we're still working on it there thanks everyone 